This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's get to our daily baseball bets and see which bets we like through and through as we examine some of the plays on the board on this Tuesday. Let's start in Tampa Bay. Rays, twins squaring off where the Raves are buck 75 home favorites. Total eight and a half. If you like the twins here, they're plus 145 on the money line. Louis Varland going for Minnesota. Three and one with a 3-5-1 ERA. Facing Zach Eflin, who's 7-1 with a 3-3-0 ERA. Jinx, each and every day, it feels like somebody has to talk me off. Taking the Rays in the first five, minus mm. a half. Is it back to the well on this one? I am looking at a first five under four and a half, which is only minus 125. I keep waiting for Zach Elflin to regress this season, but I don't think it's in the cards for him. He's been very, very good when at the top 6-0 and with an ERA of 2.19. Louis Varlin hasn't been quite as impressive, Chelsea, but he's allowed five earned in his last 18 innings. And what's really impressive to me is – during that time, he's faced the Astros, Blue Jays, and Angels, who have been much better at the plate this season. I'm going to go first five under four and a half. These two teams haven't been great at the plate lately, so that's going to be my play. I'm going to stick with the Rays in the first five. One of the best first five teams in all of baseball, and one of the best teams in baseball, point blank. And also, in this spot, this is where the Rays have been really good as favorites this year. 39 and 15. And on the opposite side of the coin, Minnesota has been terrible when they are underdogs. Just 7 and 14 this year when they are plus money. So usually uh, them being an underdog does not point in the right direction for Minnesota. I know that would be the full game, but still, I'm going to go the first five because I think the pitching matchup still favors Tampa Bay. Uh, let's go to New York. Yankees, White Sox. We've got the White Sox plus 145, Yankees minus 175. Total eight and a half runs. Lucas Giolito is four and four for the White Sox this year with a 408 ERA, opposing Clark Schmidt, who's two and five with a 501 ERA, but he's had some good ones. So a little up and down for Clark Schmidt. So which way or which direction are you leaning? Oh, man. I don't have a strong feeling about this game. I would fade Lucas Giolito, who has given up seven earned in his last seven and two thirds innings pitched, and especially because on the road, his ERA jumps to 5.68. So Clark Schmidt, I faded him last time out. What did he do? Best game of his season against the Mm -hmm. Mariners. I think based on both of these starters, I would go to the over. I would feel better about this if Aaron Judge plays, but I don't think he's going to. Oh, Matt says he expects Judge back in the lineup tonight. That would change my opinion here. I'm going to go over eight. (sighs) I feel like Lucas Giolito is number two. On pitchers I can't trust. And in general, it's just the entire White Sox rotation of guys who are on my no-bet list. Because Lucas Giolito has some good strikeout stuff. So sometimes he'll be really good. Other times he'll give up like seven earned runs. I never know which one it is, so this is a stay away from me. But back to the favorite and underdog trend, Mm -hmm. uh, the White Sox have not been good when they're underdogs. 10 and 23 this year. So usually the writing's on the wall when you see that plus sign in front of the Chicago White Sox. I don't know. I still feel like the Yankees are a little untrustworthy for me. Maybe that's not fair. But I will say this about the White Sox. They're coming off three straight wins against the Tigers, yes. But still a team that has found its footing a little bit more than what they were to start the season. I don't think either of these teams are trustworthy. It's going to be a no play. 
for me. Let's go to Toronto. Blue Jays, Astros. We've got Astros plus 115. Blue Jays minus 140. Total eight and a half. Hunter Brown goes for the Strohs. Five and two, three, six, one ERA. A Kevin against Kevin Gossman. Been really good this year, despite a four and three record. He has a two, seven, six ERA. So I think the question is, do we think the Blue Jays have enough run support if Kevin Gosman has a good game? Because we saw the Astros plus money winners mm-hmm. yesterday against the Blue Jays, but also Kevin Gosman is a much different pitcher than Alec Manoa. So, Jenks, which way do you lean? Blue Jays first five money line minus 150 is going to be my play. I think it's worth the juice. I'm going to get a little juicy today. I do not care. Kevin Gossman is only 1-0 at home this season, but his ERA when pitching in Toronto is 1.27. That includes a total of 12 earned runs in his last 37 and two-thirds innings. The Jays mash right-handed hitting. I know the Astros are playing fantastic baseball right now. They've won, what, 18 of 23, but Gossman at home has been just about as good as it gets. He was a winner for me last time out, and I don't want the run line here. I want the money line because the Astros can't hit the ball, and Hunter Brown has been good, but Gossman is on a different level. So first five money line is the play for me. I was waffling between first five money line and full game because the full game, I think, is in the minus 140 range, which seems a little bit more palatable. But I think when it comes to bullpen, the Astros squarely have the edge. It's a top yeah. five bullpen. As a staff, the Houston Astros have the best ERA in all of baseball when it comes to their starting rotation and their bullpen. So I think overall their pitching is better. But Kevin Gosman is definitely the trump card here. So if you're squarely playing that matchup, you go in the first five and you take the Blue Jays. Because last night I thought it was – I wasn't fading the Blue Jays. I was fading Alec Manoa. It wasn't the Blue Jays' offense that I was fading. And also, coming into the series, the Blue Jays had just won that series against the Mets. So they did have some momentum. I do like the Blue Jays in this situation, as opposed to the Astros. Maybe if it was a different starter, but sorry, Hunter Brown. I think Kevin Gosman is the more dependable starter here. Let's go to Atlanta. Braves-Mets squaring off. Uh, Mets plus 140, Braves minus 165. Total nine and a half runs. Carlos Carrasco is on the bump for the Mets. Two and two, five, seven, four ERA. Bryce Elder, the youngster, going for Atlanta here. Three and oh with a one, nine, two ERA. Jenks feels like we got to back Bryce Elder. He has been so, so good for Atlanta. This is another play that I'm on today. I'm going Braves first five run line, minus 120. One of my favorite bets on the board. I'll say it again because I keep saying it each and every show. Bryce Elder does not have bad starts he just doesn't in 21 starts in his major league career he has never never given up more than four runs in a single start it's remarkable he's allowed seven total in his last 36 and two-thirds innings he's given up more than three runs once once that was in the final start of the regular season last year carlos carrasco has been very good in his last two starts but The Mets have the worst batting average in all of Major League Baseball over the last week. I'll go Braves' first five run line for about 20. You can get the first five money line for minus 144. Can I introduce you in that instead? Because I think it's worth laying a little bit more juice to play the first five money line because you also do not lose on a push. So I'm going to go that route. Atlanta has been one of the best first five offenses in all of baseball for the entirety of this season. 
And plus, overall, they're just the better offense, have the highest hard hit percentage in all of baseball. Like you said, the Mets have been a little pedestrian lately. So I'll trust Bryce Elder in the first five. I don't really want to get into the bullpen for Atlanta. They make me a little nervous. So I'm going to go first five money line because you can find it at minus 140. Jenks, you going to be on that? Uh, or you still like the run line? No, if you can get a minus 140, I'm changing my bet right now. I'm on it. You convinced me like that. Well, because it's more conservative. Like I, like I said, you're laying a little bit more juice, but I think it's worth it because if you're playing like the full game money line, there's not really an option for a push. But in the first five, if it's a 0-0 game, you lose if you are playing the run line for the favorite. So uh, I'll be on the first five money line. Quickly, let's go to the Orioles and the Brewers. Brewers minus 120, Orioles even money. Total eight and a half. Kyle Gibson against Freddie Peralta. Jenks, when I see the O's and even money, I'm very interested. Uh, that is ex- absolutely going to be my play today. I think the O's at even money are fantastic. I mentioned it yesterday. The O's are the best team in Major League Baseball when playing on the road. Kyle Gibson, also solid on the road, 4-1, a 4.25 ERA. But this Brewers lineup over the past couple weeks has been ice cold. Only the A's have a worse average. What does that tell you? So give me the Orioles even money. Absolutely. Exactly, because even if Kyle Gibson gives up some runs, I think this offense can outmash whatever the Brewers are throwing out there. So I'll take the O's, the most profitable money line bet team in all of baseball right now. You'd be up the most money if you bet on them every single day of the season. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.